Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. One cleanly back to Sherratt. Cut off on the wall by Kuznetsov. Brought it to Ovechkin. He scores! And he has tied Gordy Howe for the most goals scored in NHL history with one team. History here at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, Michigan. Alex Ovechkin, 786. And Gordy Howe the same against Detroit. How about Alex Ovechkin? One more to be the most all-time with a single National Hockey League team. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals come away empty-handed in Detroit. A four-game homestand starts tomorrow night against Arizona and Al Koken from NBC Sports Washington will join us on his return to the road with the team. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, November 4th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. The Capitals ended a stretch of five road games in six last night with a tough 3-1 loss in Detroit at Little Caesars Arena. After a scoreless first, the teams traded goals in the second. The first one was historic. At the 7-11 mark of the second period last night, Alex Ovechkin scored his sixth goal of the season and the 786th of his NHL career, tying him with Gordie Howe for the most goals in NHL history with one team. But Lucas Raymond tapped in a power play goal at 14:58 past Darcy Kemper. The teams went to the third, tied at one, where Andrew Kopp scored his first goal as a Red Wing with just 3:50 left in the game. Dylan Larkin then put it away with an empty netter, sealing the deal in a 3-1 final. It was the first win for Detroit in regulation against Washington in 16 games, and the first in Detroit since November 10th. 2015. The Caps had been 12-0-3 in their previous 15 against the winged wheel. Darcy Kemper made 23 saves on 25. He takes the loss. He said afterward this was a tough one to swallow. Yeah, these, these ones suck. Um, the guys, uh, they played really hard tonight. And, you know, probably uh, most times than not would, would uh, get a different outcome, but just one of those nights, and uh, fortunately we were one short in Gorway. On their power play, they had a lot of good cross ice and go backdoor looks. You got most of them except that one last one. How did you see that play? Yeah, they made a nice uh, double seam play and committed to the the first one-timer. And he made a a nice pass and, you know, unfortunately connected. Alex Ovechkin also talking after his historic night last night. Unhappy the team didn't get the win, but reflected on his 786th career goal, tying Gordie Howe in Detroit. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's uh, a great accomplishment. and uh, it sucks with us, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's pretty cool. Tonight was only the seventh time you played here, but you've, you've had, I think, three or four milestones in this building. Is this <laughs> the place that you enjoy playing? Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, pretty cool arena, um, uh, nice atmosphere, so it's uh, cool to play here. We have right now um, lots of injuries in our rosters, but... Uh, the guys who uh, jump in, they uh, do a pretty good job, you know. They battle through, we uh, collecting the points. Obviously, today, tonight was a tough one, but, uh, you know, we're just going to move on. Finally this morning, Peter Laviolette, after the game, said his team couldn't get it done in the third period. 
Peter, it seemed like the game was in your team's grasp. This one seemed like a tough one to swallow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough for, you know, 1-1 one, one going into the third, and you're, you keep pushing and keep punching, and, you know, it's just a, it's a tough way to go down. We didn't win the third period. That was the mission. Zvechkin and his milestones, but to see him hit 786 here in Detroit, what, just what does that mean? You know, it's a, it's an incredible record. Not, not many people will do that, play that long for an organization, certainly not score that many goals. You know, I wish it could have been in a, in a winning effort for him, but um, incredible feat. A couple other Alex Ovechkin nuggets this morning because there is always more history with number eight. In addition to becoming the NHL record holder for most goals with one team, he's now just two goals away from catching Wayne Gretzky for the most goals on the road. Gretzky had 402 in his career. Ovechkin last night got his 400th at Little Caesars Arena. So with the Detroit game in the rear view and the team back at home this morning, preparing for a four-game homestand that'll start tomorrow night against Arizona, we welcome in this morning Al Koken from NBC Sports Washington. He's back on the road with the team this season. In fact, he started last night in Detroit, and either he or Alan May are going to be ringside the rest of the season when the team plays away from home. On his return to road trips, his perspective on the goalies, the injuries, and more. All right, what a treat for us this morning. Back on the road, Al Koken of NBC Sports Washington. This is terrific. Going to be traveling now and being the reporter that is going to be along sideline with Joe and Craig. How excited are you for this opportunity? Well, last night was a, a great example of what I'm going to face now. You know, after, you know, you get a Red Wing game and then, of course, on the flight home, you just get nothing but abuse from Craig Lachlan. So, you know, this, this is what you want to see and this is what you signed up for. But, yeah, no, this is going to be a lot of fun. Credit to folks at NBC Sports Washington now for really expanding all this. I'm going to be doing about 20 road games. Alan May I think is going to be doing nine. So it's going to be great for us to get out there and we're looking to expand our programming to do do more in-depth interviews and provide different things for both the pre and the post game show. So looking very, very forward to it. To be on the road where the stories are. I mean, it's one thing when you're in studio, but you know, it's another when you're able to dig out those stories. It's tough to do when you're not here and now you're going to be and so is Alan too. Well, we got to take advantage of the fact now that the locker room rooms are open. You know, we've been, everything had been Zoom, everything had been remote, everything had been with masks on, uh, and understandably so. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't complain about it because it was the reality that everybody was going through. But you really do get, A, to know there's a group of new players on this team, obviously. You get to know them. They get to know you. You know, I, I tried to introduce myself to all the new guys before the season started so that they wouldn't look around and think that some some clown in a suit jumped on the bench to, you know, to, to grab one of their coaches. So, uh, but you do then get a chance to sit down with them afterwards and talk to them, whether it's a hockey thing or whether it's like, you know, finding out Dylan Strom's a food guy and then trading places that he should go to, you know, as a new guy in town. You know, just little things like that, I just think, makes the experience better. And then you can pass that on to your audience because I think there's a little better feeling when you stick a microphone in somebody's face. It's not some stranger. You have a little bit of a rapport for them and you get more out of them. Certainly great to see you back out here as the Capitals going back home now. This has been a tough stretch away from Capital One Arena. It has been a tough stretch, obviously, physically. Jason Service, the head athletic trainer, is easily the busiest guy in the organization at this point. Seven guys on IR. We saw Garnet Hathaway get banged up in the Vegas game. Can you remember a stretch at any point where you've had not only the number of guys, but the guys of who they are, the core of the team, basically, out aside from Alex Ovechkin, I mean, the top six gets eviscerated, your top minute guy on defense. This has been a tough go here. 
35 million dollars in salaries are missing for Peter Laviolette to use on this ice, all right? <laughs> and we're, we're not talking about, uh, you know, baseball where there's no salary cap, where if the L.A. Dodgers, you know, $35 million could be literally two people, you know? Yes. <laughs> you know. We're talking about, as you mentioned, the core of this team. And the other thing that is, is also incredible about this, John, is, you know, my vantage point on the ice kind of down at uh, Capital One by, the, by where the ice resurfacing machine comes out, I sit literally in front of the team doctors. I can't remember a game where they've, sat there the whole game without, you know, even running, getting up and running to the locker room to see the latest injury. You know, the other night, Beck Malenstein, you know, early. And that's the other thing. You're happening. These are in-game injuries that are happening early. And then it disrupts everything. You know, the, the night that Oshie and Carlson went out, look what the coaches had to do to juggle just to get enough lines cohesive enough to, to finish the game. And I thought they did a hell of a job. And it was a, a, you know, incredible gutsy effort. But you just can't keep going through this game in and game out. Out. And we all talk about chemistry and consistency. And you say, well, you know, sometimes a coach shakes up the lines and you get great results. But this isn't shaking up the lines. This is plug and play and patch it all up. And it's going to be interesting to see how this group moves forward. I got to give them credit for some really strong, gutsy efforts. And the goaltending has really kept them in every game. There's certainly a lot of good things to having you and Alan May back on the road and traveling as a reporter. One of the biggest things that could very well happen on the road sometime in the next couple of months, Alex Ovechkin getting to 800 goals. When you get into this business, I mean, I wanted to call play-by-play and I wanted to call a Stanley Cup one day and thankfully I got to do that. But when you dream of this career and you get involved in hockey, this is not something you could even dream up that you could cover a guy that is going to pass Gordie Howe at some point this year for second all-time, be double digits away from Wayne Gretzky, and a couple of years from now, maybe the single greatest achievement in hockey history, and it's a part of the Washington Capitals. And and this is the thing that's been just amazing to watch year after year after year of covering Ovechkin. I was there the day he was drafted in Raleigh, and I, I so distinctly remember, understandably so, when you get European players, and particularly you know from Eastern Europe who do not speak English or are not confident in their English, you understand sort of the reticence to kind of be in the spotlight. The moment they called his name and everybody knew he was going to be the number one, he comes walking down the stands. There's a group of great Capital fans who travel down to the draft in Raleigh in the corner as he's on his way to the stage. And he hears the clapping and turns around and waves with this big smile on his face. And I'm like, there's just something different about this guy. And then he comes up, has an interpreter with him, but tried to do every single interview in English. And I just thought, man, this guy is different. And then, of course, you got game one. Big hit behind the net against Radislav Suchi. Then you get two goals, including one of the, you know, the one-timers. And you're like, here's the resume that you're going to now see for 15, 16, 20, how many ever years he wants to go. So to know this, and and also during that stretch last year where he kept passing different people, oh, you know, Gartner, Marcel Dion, et cetera, et cetera. You'd interview him after the game. And yeah, you know, he was pleased with it. But the day he passed Yarmer Yager to become the all-time European-born goal scorer in the NHL, that meant something to him. And I guarantee coming up and passing Gordie Howe will have that same effect on him. Last one for you, Al. Goaltending on this team through the first now, getting into a month of the season. Maybe the Achilles heel the last couple of years with the inconsistency that they've had. This seems to be now the strength of this team with Darcy Kemper doing a terrific job. We saw what Charlie Lindgren did and a pretty rough assignment against Vegas. He didn't get the win, but he's certainly, when he's been thrown in on spot duty, he's been really good. I feel like the comfort level 
on the last line of defense this year for the guys on the ice and even those of us in the stands and in the broadcast booth, very different than it was maybe last year. John, I know you're the same way, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners feel, you know, we there was no animosity at all, and we're very happy for the good starts we're seeing right now from Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov. But as you said, last year, in whatever metric you want to use, advanced analytics, the eye test, whatever you want to use, you always seem to feel that in a close game, there was going to be a mistake in the net. Now you're not seeing that. You're seeing two professionals, and we did not know that much about Charlie Lindgren, but you heard great things about him. I know Carl Alzer you know, played with him in the Canadian organization and couldn't stop talking about what a great guy he was to me over the summer. And so all those things have now come to pass, and it's got to transition itself onto the bench and into that room to know we can go into a game and the back end is not going to hurt us. We may make some mistakes ourselves, but we know that if we play well in front of them, not necessarily great in front of them, we've still got a chance to win no matter what. And I think we've seen that this year with the comebacks and the ability to say, well, if I take a chance with with us being behind, I don't think that chance is going to end up in the back of our net because of I you know, happen to get a two-on-one. we got to take some chances to score. So all those little things, I just think, down the road is going to make a huge difference, particularly for the way this team is composed right now with so many guys filling in, playing different spots, call-ups, et cetera, et cetera. If you don't have that one-two punch in your goal, you've got no chance, and the Capitals have it, and that's why they've got a chance. Well, Al, it's great to have you back on the road. Look forward to having conversations with you through the course of the season here on Caps this morning, whether it be at home or somewhere else, points unknown. But thanks for joining us this morning. John, always my pleasure. Good being with you again. It's great to have Al Koken back and traveling with us. See he or Alan May again the rest of the season before, during, and after games on NBC Sports Washington. It's the Caps and the Arizona Coyotes tomorrow night at 7. Here it's starting at 6.45 on 106.7 A Fan and CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.